What's happening, everybody? On today's show, we're going to go around the conference as it was a busy recruiting weekend across the SEC. Several schools picking up some commitments for their 2023 class. Busy weekend out in Omaha. College World Series with several SEC teams looking great. We'll recap that. And Mike Farrell's top 50 college football quarterback list will tell you how many SEC quarterbacks he has ranked. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked On SEC. Great to have you guys along. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, it is where the game starts. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Remember, Locked On SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. Let's jump into it. Let's go around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the Around the conference. And we start with a ton of recruiting news from over the weekend. Uh, Several recruits picking their schools. So we start over at Tennessee as Will Stallings, a three-star running back out of the Las Vegas area, committed to play for Tennessee. Six foot, 222 pounds, committed to Tennessee on Sunday. Had a reported 14 offers, rated the number 11 player in the state of Nevada and the number 91 linebacker in the class of 2023 is a two-way athlete being recruited by Tennessee to play primarily running back gave the Vols their 10th commitment for the 2023 class did have a lot of uh, offers from schools out there on the west coast meanwhile good news for Arkansas Sam Pittman picked up a commitment on Sunday from Christian Ford a 2023 safety out of the state of Texas Ford made his announcement on Twitter. He's rated three stars, the number 50 safety in this class, and the number 101 recruit from the state of Texas. Over at South Carolina, Shane Beamer picking up Cameron Sandlin, his eighth commitment for the class of 2023. 6'4", 220-pound prospect. Plays quarterback for his high school team, but he's slated to play tight end for the Gamecocks. South Carolina offered him a scholarship in May. And Sandlin is now in this group for South Carolina. Ranked as a three-star quarterback by rivals, he becomes the Gamecocks' second tight end commitment for this class, joining three-star Florida native Connor Cox. Meanwhile, Carnell Tate, one of the big sought-after recruits in this class, five-star wide receiver, he is going to make his commitment today. 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 Central. He's got 37 scholarship offers, but it seems like it is down to Tennessee, Notre Dame, and Ohio State. They've been uh, the primary top contenders in his top five he gave out in March. Alabama and Georgia were on there. LSU apparently also in the running as well. A lot of Tennessee fans holding out hope that Carnell Tate picks them, but we will find that out later today. Meanwhile... Will Randall, a three-star tight end in the 2023 class, he chose Texas. Why are we talking about that on Locked on SEC? Texas not in the SEC yet. Well, he's a high school teammate of Arch Manning, and the college football world is waiting to find out where Arch Manning is going to go. Does that give a glimpse with his tight end teammate choosing the Texas Longhorns? We will uh, see. Randall's the number 34 tight end 
in this class, the number 25 overall recruit from the state of Louisiana. Speaking of Texas, this weekend was Archie Manning's fourth time visiting the Steve Sarkeesian program. He previously went to Texas for unofficial visits back in June and October last year, and then March this year. Prospects limited to one official visit with the program where they can provide transportation, accommodations, food, and entertainment. Manning also visited Alabama and Georgia four times, including official visits earlier this month. Of course, four-star quarterback Eli Holstein committed to Alabama a few weeks back. Georgia and Texas do not yet have any quarterback pledges for 2023. So seems like the clock is ticking down towards a Arch Manning decision. Will he play in the SEC? We will see. Over at Mississippi State, Mike Leach picked up a commitment from Oak Grove standout Jalen Aborum pledged to Mississippi State over the weekend. He's from Hattiesburg, Mississippi. He's a wide receiver and defensive back in high school. He was recruited by Nickelback's coach Tony Hughes. 24-7 sports rates him a three-star, the number 22 prospect from Mississippi. Ole Lane Kiffin picking up a commitment for Ole Miss, the fifth commitment of their 2023 class with an athlete from the state of Georgia named Ahmad Brown. Brown shared the news over the weekend on Twitter. He's a three-star prospect, plays both offense and defense. His 247 sports profile lists him as a wide receiver, but on the composite, he's rated the number 42 safety, so we'll see what he plays at Ole Miss. Kirby Smart getting some help on special teams as a highly touted kicker joins Georgia's 2023 class. Peyton Woodring from Lafayette, Louisiana, announced his commitment to the Bulldogs over the weekend. He also had scholarship offers from Alabama, among other schools. Does not have a 24-7 sports rating, but he's rated five stars by Cole's kicking rankings. And the Florida Gators picking up a commitment in Tommy Kinsler, a big offensive line recruit out of the state of Florida. Kinsler has said he'll play for the Gators as he had a reported 19 offers. Three-star recruit, number 85 offensive tackle in the 2023 class. Said he recently visited Rutgers, plans to visit Miami later this month, but committing to play for the Florida Gators. Brian Harson over at Auburn. They're putting the finishing touches on their roster for this upcoming season. Over the weekend, they added another piece. This one comes to help the Auburn defense via the transfer portal from Western Kentucky edge rusher Marcus Bragg committed to Brian Harson. He said, I chose Auburn because it best fit, fits my athletic abilities on the field, and I'll be able to make a lot of plays because of their defensive scheme. In three years with the Hilltoppers, Bragg recorded 38 total tackles and four sacks. So we'll see what he does over at Auburn. Meanwhile, over at Alabama, Will Anderson did not have the Heisman Trophy on his goals list for last season, but ended up being in the running, making an appearance on the Paul Feinbaum show on Friday. Anderson reflected on his season last year, where he finished with over 100 tackles and 17 sacks, picked up the Bronco Nagurski Trophy, he said this time around, we'll go into this season with the goal of becoming the first defensive player since Charles Woodson to win the Heisman. He said, I'm looking forward to it. It's most definitely on my goal list this year coming up. So looking forward to that. A little SEC baseball news outside of Omaha. Washington going into the SEC and finding their next head coach, LSU pitching coach Jason Kelly, leaving LSU after just one year to go to Washington 
And just one other bit of news. Mike Pratt, a former Kentucky men's basketball player, most recently their radio color commentator for their broadcast, passed away on Thursday night after a battle with cancer. He was 73 years old. So there you have it. That is the latest news going on around the conference. Thank you guys again for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, we'll get into recapping what happened over the weekend in Omaha as several SEC teams having some good showings. That is coming your way next. But first, need to remind you about our friends at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including this year's NHL playoffs and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news throughout the season. BetOnline.net, the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events. They got MMA, they got boxing, they got golf, and of course, all kinds of stuff coming your way with the start of yet another college football season. Head on over to their website today. You can do so on your mobile device. Learn about all the trends and action. It is BetOnline.net. BetOnline, it is where the game starts. Going along here, Locked On SEC, and it's a busy weekend over in Omaha. So let's get you caught up on what all happened. We first have to start things off with the Texas A&M Aggies. Start off on the wrong foot on Friday in Omaha, losing to Oklahoma 13-8. So on Sunday, the Aggies went into an elimination game versus longtime rival the Texas Longhorns and A&M. Got a big inning and some stellar pitching to move on in the College World Series. The Aggies scored all but two innings, including a four-run spot in the second inning to beat the Longhorns 10-2 on Sunday in Omaha. Micah Dallas was really good, went five innings through 95 pitches, allowed just two runs, one of them earned, and an outing that also had three strikeouts and two walks. At the plate, though, the Aggies, big day from Ryan Targak, scored four runs as he reached on two walks. Also had a big hit, but the Aggies, three players with two hits each in the win, and AM advances to play the Oklahoma Notre Dame loser at 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday on ESPN. But man, it had to feel good for those guys to send the Texas Longhorns packing a rivalry that runs deep and one that will run even deeper once again when Texas officially joins the SEC in the coming years. But uh, a lot of folks were counting the Aggies out. A lot of people thought they would be two and done. Look, we talked about Texas on this podcast. I thought they had a chance to win it all. But lo and behold, the Longhorns sent home already. And the Aggies will keep playing. Now on Saturday, Arkansas found themselves in a one-to-one tied game versus Stanford before their bats absolutely unloaded later in the game. The Razorbacks put up a five-spot in the fifth, three more runs in the seventh, two in the eighth, six more in the ninth, going on to crush the Cardinal 17-2. Connor Nolan pitched extremely well. He's a guy we were talking about all last week. He went seven and two-third innings, allowing just two runs off six hits with a strikeout at the plate. Peyton Stovall, he drove in four, while Caden Wallace... And Chris Lanzilli drove in three each. 
And in the Saturday night game, it was some SEC on SEC action. As Ole Miss took on Auburn, the Rebels got an outstanding outing from Dylan Delucia, who went seven and two-third innings, allowing just one run off four hits with ten strikeouts as he stymied the Arkansas bats at the plate. Kevin Graham hit a homer, and the Rebel bats were able to get four runs in off of Auburn starter Joseph Gonzalez. Bottom of the seventh, trailing 5-0. Auburn seemed to be in business finally. They led the inning off with three straight hits as Pierce put the Tigers on the board, trailing 5-1. But next three batters would all get out, putting an end to any comeback threat by Auburn. And Ole Miss went on to win after the game. Ole Miss stud Tim Elko said, look, we had some really good games as of late in the last couple of weeks of this season. We just want to keep on doing that. Ole Miss one of the hottest teams out there. Arkansas, one of the hottest teams out there. So if you're listening to this on Monday, Auburn is going to play Stanford in an elimination game at 1 p.m. Central, 2 Eastern today. And then later Monday night, it's going to be Ole Miss versus Arkansas continuing tournament play. And that is going to be a really, really good one. Again, seeing some rematches of what we saw already this season in the SEC. But, man, some really, really good teams. And you have to get the feeling, I keep saying, Feels like an SEC team is going to win this whole thing. I picked Arkansas as my prediction last week. Don't count out Ole Miss. Auburn could stave off elimination today. A&M already staved off elimination, so it could be anybody's tournament. I keep bringing it up, though. Wouldn't it be funny if a little bit of Egg Bowl action, Mississippi State wins the championship last year, Ole Miss maybe wins it this year. Really interesting for a lot of the trash talking going on in the state of Mississippi. And there you have it. That is the latest update from Omaha. Really, really good baseball still left to be played out there. Congrats to all the fan bases out there. In fact, I saw the fans that are in attendance in Omaha enjoying a little bit of bracket action with uh, winning the Jello shot pool at one of the local bars there. Arkansas, I think, was uh, last we checked, blowing away the competition. So shout out to the Razorbacks getting it done on and off the field. Thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, longtime college football reporter and recruiting uh, reporter Mike Farrell. He's released his top 50 quarterbacks for the upcoming college football season. We'll run through some of the SEC guys on his list coming up next. Continue on here, Locked On SEC, and look, we're officially into magazine season. I've got my uh, Athlon Sports magazine in, i got my Lindy's magazine on its way in, and it's so tough with a lot of these uh, preview magazines because you know, by the time you print it, guys are hitting the transfer portal, we still got some quarterback battles going on around the SEC, but... I say all that to say there are um, a lot of different people starting to put out their rankings for the upcoming season and rankings of different players. And one of the guys that we uh, really like reading um, throughout the years, Mike Farrell, does a great job, longtime college football reporter covering recruiting. He has released his list of top 50 quarterbacks for the upcoming college football season. And uh, again, Farrell been doing this for 25 years, was the national recruiting director at Rivals.com for over 20 years. So let's take a look at... Mike Farrell's top quarterback rankings. And on his list from the SEC, it is Bryce Young coming in number one. No surprise there is the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. 
brings back all that talent. A lot of people think he, you know, is a shoe in to be the number one pick in the NFL draft this year. So no surprise there. Behind him, a couple of non-SEC guys, C.J. Stroud from Ohio State, number two, Caleb Williams, the former Oklahoma quarterback, now at USC, number three, and Devin Leary at NC State coming in at number four. Another SEC guy at number five on his rankings, Hendon Hooker from Tennessee. So again, according to Mike Farrell, Hendon Hooker, a top five quarterback this upcoming season in college football. Right behind him, number six, is Will Levis from Kentucky. So three guys from the SEC in his top six. Bryce Young, Hendon Hooker, and Will Levis. From there, we go down a little bit. Coming in at number 11, he's got K.J. Jefferson from Arkansas. A lot of people think K.J. Jefferson could take that next step in his development this year. Become, we already know he's the leader of that team, but can he become even more productive on the field this year at quarterback? Coming in at number 16, a guy I'm pretty bullish on and again didn't see a whole lot of him uh of what he could do in the spring game at South Carolina but Spencer Rattler coming in at number 16 on Mike Farrell's top 50 quarterbacks in the college football rankings this year right behind Spencer Rattler number 17 Will Rogers now this is a tough one because Will Rogers you could argue better production than a lot of the guys ahead of him on this ranking list We'll see if Will Rogers has another level he could take his game to this year at Mississippi State. If he does, Mike Leach and company going to upset some people and make some noise in that SEC West this year. Coming in at number 20, and it feels a little unfair to have him this low, but it's your reigning national champion quarterback, Stetson Bennett, who led the second half comeback over Alabama and led the Georgia Bulldogs to a national championship. I love what I've seen out of Stetson Bennett this spring. I love what he did in the spring game. It feels like Stetson Bennett should be higher on this list, right? Just in terms of production and what he's done. We'll see once the season gets going. But there are a lot of Georgia fans out there saying, why are people still disrespecting Stetson Bennett with what we saw he could do? And I think the simple answer to that is, Go back and watch the SEC championship game. Granted, he played much better in the second half of the national championship game, but in the SEC championship game, when Georgia lost Alabama, we saw some of those signs where Stetson Bennett looks human. But we'll see. I'm rooting for the kid and uh, would not be surprised. Look, if you want to make a case to put Stetson Bennett top 10 quarterbacks in the country, I could certainly hear that argument. Coming in at number 24 on Mike Farrell's list, he's got Jackson Dart at Ole Miss. Now, a couple issues here. Seen Jackson Dart at at USC. It's a bit of a mixed bag. But two, he hasn't even really earned the starting job yet. Luke Altmaier, you know, made some nice throws throughout the spring and still very much a quarterback competition going on in Oxford. So I have no problem, you know, if you want to say Jackson Dart, you you think he's a top 25 quarterback if he wins the job, sure, but what if he doesn't? What if it is Luke Altmaier's job? Two spots later, and again, a guy I just feel like keeps, we're not giving him enough due respect or attention. It's Anthony Richardson at Florida, ranked as the 26th best quarterback in the country. And look, if, if Richardson stays healthy and gets decent O-line play, they can get some receivers to break out this year Anthony Richardson's definitely going to be 
ranked higher than 26 when it's all said and done this year in terms of production from quarterbacks. So that's one that's interesting. But how about this? Nine, that's nine SEC quarterbacks in his top 26. Bryce Young, Hendon Hooker, Will Levis, KJ Jefferson, Spencer Rattler, Will Rogers, Stetson Bennett, Jackson Dart, Anthony Richardson. Pretty impressive when you think of you know quarterbacks that the SEC has lost the last two years to say this is a guy that or you know this is a year that maybe quarterback play isn't as great as it's been in recent years in the SEC. No, it sets up where quarterback play is an absolute strength in the conference this year. And rounding out Mike Farrell's top 50 quarterback rankings, Scott Haynes King from AM coming in at number 45. So you've got to go down a while to find the next SEC guy. Again, yet another one that's in a quarterback battle. Is it going to be Max Johnson who transferred in from LSU? Or does Haynes King retain his starting job that he earned a year ago? We will see. But again, a big opportunity for Haynes King to climb up this ranking. If he is the guy and earns that AM starting job, he'll be surrounded by a lot of talent in College Station. And got to think he'll move up these rankings very quickly. Just some other things of note. No sign of any of LSU's quarterbacks. Miles Brennan, if he is indeed, does win the starting job for LSU, I would definitely put him in the top 50 rankings of quarterbacks. Just when you go through this list of guys that... Uh, or coming back, or, you know, experience, or whatever. Miles Brennan's been in college football six years. And though he hadn't been a starter a whole lot, he did learn under Joe Burrow for a couple years. I would just, I would have Miles Brennan. Put him at 50 if you want. But I would have Miles Brennan in my top 50, at least, of quarterbacks across the country. Uh, also left of this list, nobody from Auburn. So no Zach Calzada or TJ Finley. No Missouri. Obviously, they've got two young quarterbacks battling for that job, and then nobody from Vanderbilt. Ken Seals, love him. Great guy that we had on the show back in uh, December, but uh, probably would not have him in the top 50 quarterbacks in all of college football. So some other notes of uh, names of note on Mike Farrell's list. He's got Quinn Ewers at Texas coming in at number 27. Again, <laughs> expectations are high for Ewers. It's just hard for me to put him at 27th when – Hasn't even played a snap of football, really. We haven't really seen him do anything. We're just assuming he's going to go in and run the Steve Sarkeesian offense and produce at Texas. So that's one to watch. How about this one coming in at number 29 on this list? It's DJ Uyagalele of Clemson, who, my gosh, a year ago was among the favorites for Heisman Trophy uh, betting odds. And now we're talking about him coming back, and it's not even a strength for Clemson. <laughs> it's like, yeah, 29th best. Right behind Quinn Ewers, who hasn't really played. And then also on this list of note, he's got Bo Nix, formerly of Auburn, now at Oregon. He's got him ranked 48th in his top 50 list. So again, that's from Mike Farrell, formerly of Rivals, and been covering college football a long time, covered recruiting a long time, so knows a little bit of something about how to evaluate quarterbacks. So tip of the cap to Mike. Appreciate him uh, putting that out. It's good content to kick around and debate, but uh, it, again, we'll put out some of our rankings a little bit later in the summer and uh, might look a little bit different than that. Thank you guys again for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. The first picks of the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft have been made. You can search now for the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and get over 50 insiders, the Odyssey sports experts, the draft experts of Locked On NBA Big Board, five-episode 
Ultimate NBA Mock Draft is underway. Make Ultimate NBA Mock Draft your second listen today. That is just about going to do it for this edition of Locked on SEC. Again, thank you guys for listening and subscribing and making us your first listen every day. We'll talk to you guys later this week right here on Locked on SEC.